0: Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. I am your host, Rudo3, along with AJ Hayfley, as always. AJ, uh, the Avs just, up, just put themselves in a hole at the beginning of this game, decided not to show up mm-hmm. for the first period and never clawed all the way back.
1: Good show. Well yeah, said.
0: that's that's the story of this game. You can't just not show up for the first eighteen minutes of a hockey game and expect <clears> to win
1: it. So, at some point in every playoff series, you're going to need your goaltender to do something for you. Yep, you're going to need that dude to stand up in the face of an endless wave of shots. You're going to need him to steal a period, maybe even a game. And we've talked we've talked about it multiple times. We said after Game Three, neither goaltender had played well. Neither goaltender has put up a really a, a good performance in this series and the first guy the first guy to do it is going to win the series and at this point now it's it's we were wrong because it's actually a case of who's playing worse yeah and uh, that first period from Pavel francois if if they didn't have Michael Hutchinson behind him if they had an option that they even remotely trusted as their yeah. third option Pavel francois doesn't make it through the end of the first period. Yeah.
0: I just it he gave up 3 goals on
1: 8 shots I think it was at the time. And like two of them are you're especially the yeah. first one you're looking directly at him and you're like what the hell are you doing?
0: Right. It I mean we have the clip here so I'll just play it. Have an active stick there. But he shows up, he makes the initial save, but gets completely fooled by it, gives up a rebound that, one, shouldn't. he shouldn't have give up, and two, should have covered. He doesn't, and Dallas gets an easy tap in because of it. It's uh, – what do you do? What do you do as an Avs defenseman if those are the type of goals that your goalie is giving up?
1: Yeah, I honestly, what do you do? Like, you could – oh, the the Avs defense was weak in front of him. The Avs – that shouldn't be a rebound – It just shouldn't be a rebound, and at some point in every series, the team in front of you is going to play like garbage, and you're going to need a goaltender that can handle it. The Avs didn't even need him to handle it for the entire game today. They needed him to just be competent for a period. They just needed him to help them out for a period, and the dude blew up on himself. It didn't even need... Even if he gives up two goals
0: in the first period, the Evs are still in the game. The third, giving up three, is where the game just dies.
1: Well, just Because it puts you in a position where, even if your team climbs back in it, if you give up a fourth goal, you have to be perfect the rest of the night. Yep. As soon as they give up the fourth goal, what happened? Game ended. Yep. It, and then they, they scored the fifth goal because giggles. They could. Well, I mean, that's the,
0: exactly what happened. Dallas... Wins the first period. They score three on Frankie. The entire second period, the Avs claw back. And Frankie doesn't really face any any pressure in the second period at all. He has to make some saves, but nothing super dangerous. They get into the third period. The Avs are down one. Dallas starts to push back a little bit. And immediately, the Avs and Francois fold. They just follow it up with a terrible sequence of hockey and then Francois gets caught swimming out of his net scrambling like a madman not covering anything and it ends up in the back of his net there just was nothing to stop Dallas in the avs net basically
1: yeah i mean the fourth goal was frustrating because it's like it's not a great shot it's not he's not he's not screened i think he's th- not
0: yeah i think we have this clip too and you'll see Oh, this is the fifth goal. Sorry. All right. We don't have that one. My bad. Uh, it's fine. It, it, it really is. It's just Francos being wildly out of position and the abs struggling, <laughs> but I, the, the top to bottom look of it is certainly the first period may have been one of the worst periods of hockey this season for the Avs.
1: Yeah, definitely. And like, have to give, you have to give Dallas a ton of credit there, too, because they came out and they were like, we're going to bury these MFers right now. Yep. We're going to end this series right now. Yep. And they did everything in their power to do it. They dominated the Avs in the first period. it wasn't we, we talk all the time about how there are two teams on the ice. Dallas played awesome in that first period. It was a combination. Look, the Avs, and you could tell those first couple of minutes, especially that first power play, the Avs were not looking good that they were they were either gonna wake up and it was gonna be three nothing or they were it was just they they were gonna need to get punched in order for them to wake it up they and it was just it was just terrible it was it was terrible they were bad I mean they and, had zero shots and, on goal
0: for 18 and a half minutes
1: like yeah which the broadcast couldn't shut up about Yep, it was like and, and like hey that was the story Dallas was up three nothing and they hadn't given up a shot on goal it's almost the perfect period and it was, it was absurd, but you need a goaltender. You're going to play like that. Sometimes you're just going to, you're going to have a period where that happens and you need a goaltender to just bail you out. But That is, that is just, that is just part of the deal. You're never going to win a Stanley cup with the goaltender just humdrumming his way through because your team plays so well every single period you need a guy that's going to bail you out at some point and it just didn't happen
0: at this point other than the game he didn't start francois had had a game against arizona where he gave up two
1: goals he was he shut out dallas he in shut out round, dallas robin, in round robin and then he he was fine against arizona and it's like okay great that continued the exact Type of play that we have seen from Franzos throughout the regular season because Dallas was playing like garbage when that game happened. Yep. And Arizona board. and Arizona is exactly the kind of team that backups regularly play against. Those lower tier teams on the second half of a back to back. That's exactly the kind of game that he regularly would get. He wasn't. He wasn't the reason. You know, he wasn't the reason that the Avs lost that game against Arizona. Certainly, you know that was obviously the Darcy Kemper game where he made 49 saves. Okay. But beyond that, he hasn't been good this whole series. He just hasn't been and they've needed him they've needed him to be more. And not even significantly more. I'm not even sitting here saying that they've needed Pavel Francouz to be a star to be in this series. If they got league average goaltending, if they got 917 goaltending from him in the series, 920 goaltending from him in this series, it could be 2-2 or 3-1 the other way. Easily he I, has been he has been bad. I mean bad in this series
0: of the shutout in Dallas in the round robin. The Arizona game, he only had a nine oh five save percentage, even though he only gave up two goals. He only faced 21 shots. In the game he came in to replace Grubauer, he gave up two goals and only had a nine hundred save percentage. In the other three Dallas games, he has an eight four six, an eight nine two, and tonight he had an eight oh eight. So he has not had a save percentage versus Dallas above 900. I mean, you can't win a series. You do not win a series with that goaltending.
1: And like they've been competitive in the series. It's not like the team in front of them has been so God awful. The first period of this game was the only time that this team has been badly, badly outclassed throughout the course of a period. Yep. Like, badly. Like, game one, the abs did not play well all game long. They still had a chance to win that game. They were still in that game. Yep. Tonight, they were garbage in the first period, and they just needed something. This, for me, like, this is not complicated. This is not a, oh, the Avs have so many problems. Look, Matt Calvert and Eric Johnson went down. Their PK fell apart. They lose their starting goaltender. Their backup fell apart. And you know what? Everybody has injuries every single year. Eric Johnson and Matt Calvert cannot be the difference in your season. But losing your starting goaltender? Look, Dallas is in the same position. We're in a battle of the backups. Based on how they've played in their careers, you would have said Anton Kudobin is the better backup. So far in this series, he's been the better backup. He's won that battle. Like this doesn't change the fact that Pavel Francouz is probably Colorado's backup goaltender next year. He'll probably be perfectly fine. We've seen him be a, a rock solid backup goaltender. But I think any whatever questions, whatever conversation that we were having about the guy being a starting goaltender, we don't that's, ever need yeah. to have again. That we don't ever need to have again. It does never need to happen again. It just doesn't, and that's too bad. It sucks that the conversation ends this way it sucks but this it's not i'm sorry but colorado is not is not getting thoroughly outplayed in this series no nope. they're not getting dominated they this has been a outside this, of the, this first period it's been a very very even series right this is a series that is coming down to a bounce here and a bounce there and look at look at the game winning goal tonight
0: yeah and, and the abs end up getting four goals back on Dallas, and the game-winning goal is Macar losing the puck behind the net.
1: Right. They now have game-winning goals in this series. Uh, a, a, a flubbed a, a puck that deflects off a stick and hits a guy in the shoulder and flutters five feet over Francois. I'm not even blaming him for that goal. It was just a nonsense thing that happens. And... Yeah.
0: So this is McCarr's goal where he knocks the puck and it goes right out in front. The, the like, the craziest thing about this, and look, I'm not putting this on Franco, so I want to be clear about that. But if that's a goaltender who plays the puck less and he just sits in his net there, the goaltender is sitting in net to grab that puck right as it comes out. It's.
1: Just, I don't even. I'm not even blaming Frankie for that. That's right. on, that's on Kale McCarr. Right, 100 percent on McCarr, but
0: it, it's it's a situation where. Everything that can go wrong does a little bit, not a single bounce going the abs way. And then, you know, of course the abs get bounces later in this game with, with a couple of silly goals that ultimately end up not
1: mattering. Yeah. I mean, the Mastikov goal is pretty legit, right? I mean, sure. But I mean, it doesn't matter. It came with
0: four seconds left in the game and they were down by two. So,
1: right irrelevant uh the the, mess, or the the second nechushkin goal is the kind of nonsense that dallas has scored one of every single game and that's the first one that the abs have gotten all series
0: and it was they came at a time where it didn't really open. matter yeah they yeah, were down three was, at that
1: point it was five two no you're not talking about Carey price you're not talking about connor hellebuck those teams those teams aren't looking to trade those guys anyway I, Braden Holpe is a free agent, and anybody who's paid attention will see that Braden Holpe hasn't had a good regular season in three years. He had one good, he had the one good playoff run that won them the Stanley Cup, but he hasn't been a quality goaltender in three years. Are you just expecting that to come back? I, I, I look. There will be there will be plenty of time that we're going to have to talk about what to do in the off The reality is we're just not there yet. There's a very we might be there tomorrow night, but we're not there tonight.
0: In about 28 hours, we might be doing nothing but talking about that, so we can
1: Houston, save it. Houston is going to play next season in Finland.
0: So, look, obviously the Francois situation has not worked out. The It's become clear. I I literally watched the Avalanche fan base completely change their opinion on Francois as this game happened. I didn't see a single person still saying they think he's a starter. Yeah. Um, the other side of this coin and you mentioned it, but just to hammer this home, you still start Fransos tomorrow oh hundred percent because you can't put Michael Hutchinson in an I'm elimination sorry. game.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry. You're going down with, you're going down with your guys and for better or worse, Pavel Fransos is a big reason you're here in the first place. Yep. Like. Frankie was great during the regular season. He was, he was great when they needed him to step up during the regular season, but this, this has been, this shuts the door on that conversation forever.
0: Yep. I I think you're exactly right on that. Uh, One positive note, DraftKings, king of the game, taking Val Nichushkin. He did score two goals scored the big goal to get the Avs on the board finally in the second period and then had the lucky one, which ultimately didn't mean much. But again, this is showing the Avs were in the game. They got depth scoring. They got a goal from Kale McCarr and McKinnon assisting on it on the five-on-three power play. The offense showed up to a certain extent. It's just the timing wasn't there. The whole team didn't show up for the first period, and they couldn't get a save. So... Credit to Val, but – and AJ, I saw you talking about this after the game a little bit. This series is one that doesn't feel like Dallas beat the Avs. It feels like the Avs have not gotten the job done to this point.
1: Yeah.
0: There's a a feeling to series. Like the Arizona versus the Avs series – the avs just beat arizona arizona brought the best they had in in one of those games and the avs took care of business the avs have yet to play their a game in this series top to
1: bottom so yeah i do? mean i it's it's frustrating that you you see a guy you see you see a guy like ryan graves play so well all year and it all just comes apart at the seams. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, okay, this is this is a guy that, all right, this guy's going to be part of the future. You know, this guy's proving himself every single day. We love what this is. We love what he's bringing. And then it comes apart. And we see a guy like Val Machushkin, great, great redemption story for you, and doesn't have a single point through 11 playoff games. Gets two of them today. That's great. Like, that's awesome you You have a guy, yeah, I mean, you haven't you have a guy like Sam Gerard who you just gave a huge contract Particularly
0: and, in the second half of the year was rock steady for you,
1: yeah, who was who was an anchor for you when you needed it when your lineup was chaotic all year long with guys in, guys out, whatever, right? and gave you a certain baseline of play from a guy that you could rely on every single night. Has done almost nothing in these postseason. Like has and it's funny because like he's he's stolen points here and there. Yeah. Like he picks up an assist tonight on uh the Mestikov goal, I think. Yeah. It, picks up like he'll pick up he'll pick up points here and there, right? And that's like his seventh assist of this this postseason, I think, or something, but and it's and it's but but you're watching him play and you're not you're not seeing him every night you're not seeing him do the things that he does regularly during the season. And like, this is the, the, his first two playoff runs, you were having the, we were having the conversation and it was like, where, where is this guy?
0: Even, even, I mean, outside of Nathan McKinnon, I don't know that there's been a single player that has lived up to their regular season. Even Nazem Kadri, who was unbelievably good in the first half of the playoffs, has basically disappeared at best in this series.
1: Yeah, I mean, hasn't been great. Miko Miko Rantanen has 16, 16 points in 12 playoff games, and I don't think that there's a single Avalanche fan
0: or analyst well. or,
1: yeah. or reporter or anybody out there who will tell you that Miko Ranson has been the Miko Ranson that we know? He just hasn't it, it, this it feels like a totally lost year for Miko. Yep. He he wasn't very good during the regular season, he had some great individual nights, but on the whole, like the, the year he had wasn't very good. He hadn't been very good in this postseason. It just sort of feels like he got paid and struggled to live up to that. And this is a thing that happens sometimes when a guy gets a big money deal is that he starts to feel like he's made it. And maybe there's a tough conversation that the organization has with him after this, where they say, Hey, we gave you a lot of money. We, we love the production. We love that you're continuing to put points on the board in ways, but you, you have to come every single day with your a game and be the big moose that we paid you to be. To be the dominant physical force that we paid you to be, I don't have any problems with Gabe Landeskog. I think Landeskog has shown up in the series. I, would I have liked better for tonight? Sure, but I think he's played hard. I think he's been a factor in the series. I think he's been fine for the playoffs. Like, he's not. He's not a superstar. Gabe Landeskog's never, never been a superstar. He's never going to be a superstar. That's Nathan McKinnon. That should be Miko Rantanen. And it should be Kale McCarr.
0: Yep, At the McCarr too. Maybe it's a little bit more forgivable when it comes to McCarr. He's a rookie. Totally, he's a rookie. But he still has had really the one game the Abs have won in this series is the one game we've seen the Kale McCarr that everybody knows is capable of. The rest yeah. of these series, he's been solid to okay, with a couple of instances of being outright
1: bad. And this is where this is where them being them being in this position has been frustrating because you see that they have this kind of talent and they're just not able to get the absolute best out of it consistently. Yep. And you also have to try and keep in mind, like this was their first year that we thought of them as serious cup contenders. There are a lot of, there are a lot of bumps in that road. You don't usually win it your first time out. Right. But, for them to go down the way that they have in this series has been nothing short of disappointing.
0: I agree. It for a team that we saw fight back all season through injuries and just even in the the weakest parts of their season which were December and January they still pushed to play 500 hockey.
1: Yeah.
0: And In this series, they've lost a couple of guys, but they haven't lost any of their true star players and they haven't been able to get the job done against a team in Dallas, which let's be honest, they weren't putting up numbers anywhere near this in the regular season. And no one thought they were going to be putting up numbers like this in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, they, they have, they have greatly overperformed. Um, their, their, there's I don't, their skill level, their, their cap, their ceiling, whatever they, I mean, this is not a team that scores five goals a game. Now, is this, is that, is that because the stars are doing something they don't do? Is it because the abs can't stop a puck? It's both, right? Yep. Like it, it's you can't both. have one, yeah. <laughs> you can't have one without the other. Yep. So it's, I mean, it's, that's, that's just sort of how it is.
0: Yeah, I, it, it's inseparable. You're correct that there are both things, but I will say if the stars do move on to the conference final, I'd be putting my money on Vegas, assuming they move on as well. But
1: yeah, I'm, I mean, the stars, the stars have a little bit of that feel of death, that team of destiny thing going on with them right now, because they are getting those comical breaks. They the, are getting, they are, I mean, the nonsense has gone their way. And that's like you—you you don't win a cup without it, right? If that you keeps have to, you have to have that.
0: If that keeps going, then it keeps going. But I think we mentioned them similar feel to San Jose last year. We saw San Jose's bounces finally stopped going their way in the conference finals, and that was it. They had nothing left. They couldn't overcome not being the luckiest team in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's what it is.
0: I agree. I I mean, it's it's just that at this point,
1: but yeah, I'm I don't know. I'm yeah, there's 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 enough that's gone wrong in the series where you're just like, "Eh." you can it does
0: feel a little bit like a throwaway. Um, with that being said, the series is not over. The Evs do play again tomorrow night.
1: I mean, it's been it's been a close series. Like if you if you actually look at it, it's three one. It's not like they've blown them out. It's not like they've run away from them. What's yeah. what's happened? I mean, game one you're at three three. Game two, Colorado has a two 0 lead. Game three, the they they have a three one lead in the third period, and in game four, Dallas leads three two with Colorado starting the third on. A power the play. power on a power play like, it's
0: momentum having scored at the end of yeah, the period. Like,
1: like, there were there were
0: chances here. Every like single there, game has been within one goal in the third period.
1: Right, like you're you're a bounce here, you're a bounce there. It's it's whatever. Like you you've been close. And is that I don't, I don't know. I do do the Avs have a shot at winning three in a row? Absolutely, they do. Do I think it's going to happen? Uh, less confident in that. Yeah, but th- this is not like this is this has not been such a dominant stars performance. Again,
0: the feel to the series isn't that the stars have come out and dominated; it's that they've played well enough, and the abs have beat themselves.
1: Right, they've capitalized on Colorado doing dumb shit. Yep, Tyson Tyson Jost takes a penalty behind the the opposing team's net from his
0: own net. Yep.
1: When the abs are when the abs are dominating and the stars score on the power play. You know, Kale McCarr has the, the big rookie mistake of his entire rookie year, and it turns into their fifth goal. But, hold and up, you're hold just on. like hold up. Which game was a blowout? There was there's not a single blowout in this entire series. Yeah.
0: This game finished five to four tonight, if that's what you're talking about. This was a one goal hockey game.
1: Yeah. I'm, it's all of this. The abs, the abs can't. You know, a- arrogance, sure.
0: <laughs> oh, you were wrong. What's the arrogance in that? Yeah, it was a blowout, and it wasn't a blowout.
1: I don't know. It's fine. Interesting. Um, I don't know, man. I'm. It's been frustrating that they haven't gotten a good goaltending performance. Uh, which that's not bad luck. That's just their goaltender playing poorly. Their backup yep. goaltender playing poorly. No their list. backup is yep. their backup is is getting outplayed by the other team's backup, and that sucks.
0: Honestly, not by that much. But yeah, it hadn't enough. been
1: it hadn't been by that much. Yep. Like we've we've consistently we've consistently given Dallas credit. I mean, they've they have taken advantage of chances. Yep, they've taken advantage of their chances, and Colorado hasn't. And oftentimes, that's the difference. I mean, it's a, it's a thin line in a, in a seven game series that this feels like a very different series than what the abs went through last year with San Jose, because those were the, the, every one of those games against San Jose last year was like clearly defined, like. San Jose, San Jose was the better team and one and, the, and they would win that game. Colorado was the better team, and they would win that game. And it was sort of like back and forth like that throughout the whole series. Right. Whichever team was was playing better was, yeah. was was winning. Like there wasn't a whole lot of nonsense. And then it came down to, and then it came down to a a, a third period in Game Seven where they they packed it in. They protected. Uh, they had a two goal lead. They you know they have score a minute in. It's a one-goal lead for 19 minutes, and the Avs empty the tank. San Jose survived. Like I said, every single playoff year as a goaltender, you're going to need to bail your team out. Martin Jones was capable of that in Game 7 last year. Martin Jones was capable of that. And we just – we haven't – the Avalanche have not gotten that from Pavel Francois in this series. They just haven't. It's been – it's fine. Like I that's... think
0: it's, it's really is. Sometimes it's that simple. Um, yeah. The Avs could have played significantly better in the first period of this game. Yeah. and But you defense, need a goaltender. Right, the Avs yeah. defense could have played significantly better in game one. But the goaltending position is just so important in the game of hockey that it doesn't if other parts of your game are struggling, that's when your goaltending needs to show up. And if it doesn't, you just won't win. It's that simple because no team can have everything firing all the time. You're going to have parts of your game that don't work on some nights. Yeah. And some nights that's goaltending, but it can't be every night that yeah. goaltending is an issue.
1: Yeah, for real. So I'm
0: yeah, I, I think we're pretty much done here. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, I, do we need to talk about the coach?
0: No. If anyone is we, talking about the coach, you're it's factually incorrect, and I won't even hear it. Like
1: the stars, the stars through four games have had leads after the first period in three of the four games. So you could make the argument, and two of them that they two of them they scored three goals. So the abs have had have had have struggled coming out into into the first period twice in these first four games. And like the other one, you know, Game Three, the Stars led one nothing after the first, but it was a pretty good. I mean, that was a, that was a pretty it good period, very it was pretty even, even overall. Period,
0: and the Abs scored three in the second to respond. Yeah,
1: like you weren't nobody. Nobody was complaining about the Avs effort or any of that stuff after that one. Yep, it was just the tonight was a total disaster. Yep, the first period was a total disaster. I'm curious. I'm curious why Bednar doesn't get any credit. He he gets the blame for the poor start in the first period, but doesn't get any credit for the second period where push they back. answer and, and bring that back. Yeah. To the one. I'm, yeah. I'm, as always, you show me where coaching stops and playing starts, and maybe maybe we can have an, a conversation about firing the coach. But I can tell you, Jared Bednar getting the avs to the second round of the postseason for the second straight year is not going to be a grounds yeah. for firing. I think that there are some people who have gotten a little cushy already with Colorado's rise and how kind of cons- how straight line it's been. And this was this was really the first time where a little adversity. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, where we're you know because you look at okay, you're the eighth seed. You you sneak in on the last day of the season. You're the eighth seed. You lose four two in the first round to the prohibitive cup favorites that year in Nashville. Yep. The next season, you're the eighth seed. You have a you have a bad regular season comparatively, and you get but, a big first round opponent. <laughs> <laughs> right, and, and like the entire West is down, you take advantage of that. And then you, you get you get a perfect matchup and you smoke an overrated Flames team in in the first round last year, and then and then you have a wildly competitive series against San Jose. And then this year you blow you're a favorite, you blow out Arizona, you go you into the, the second, second round against beat. Dallas, first and all, yeah. and you have you have the kind of playoff series that you've never experienced before uh this, one where this group, where you don't
0: get the bounces one right, where like everything's this, working against you
1: this group where the process is still solid it hasn't been a complete train wreck but there there are holes there obviously you yeah. don't you don't get down 3-1 in a series because you're just on the raw end of things like they're as we've discussed you yeah. can't you haven't gotten a single good goaltending performance yet um your depth is still largely struggling to show up. Um, like Val scoring two goals is like okay. Well, those are the two goals he's going to score, even if they turn this around and they and the Avs go on to win the cup. I don't expect another goal from Val and uh,
0: The mistakes compound, right? This is exact. The Avs' good luck came when Dallas had already put the game out of reach, so the good luck doesn't one matter, doesn't matter for them, right, right? They're the bad luck, I guess, in Dallas's case that they faced didn't matter. If the Avs take care of business. Then the bad luck goal, like the one off rattle, rattle off shoulder, if they're up two goals in that game, it doesn't mean a thing. Yeah. So it goes both ways, absolutely.
1: And there are some comments in here that I think we'll probably it will tackle tomorrow if the season ends a little bit more tomorrow, where it's like this is the beginning of things. It 100% is like if we're gonna take the thousand yard view, <clears throat> if we're gonna take the thousand the, the thousand yard view from this, this is this is Colorado's first year as a Stanley Cup contender, legitimately. Like this is just, this is just the beginning of this
0: at minimum. The abs window is the rest of Nathan McKinnon's current contract at minimum,
1: which is three years. Yep. And so like, does it, does it suck to, to, to not win a cup? Like, yeah, obviously, but things are like, if you, if you're being realistic about it, like, I'm sorry, but like Bo Byram's on the way, Alex Newhook is on the way. There are some young players who are going to be legitimate upgrades on this roster when they get here that are on the way like that. That's part of what has made this so exciting is that Colorado's competing for a cup now while they also have those guys who are on the way. And it's, it's, it's really, it's really the, the line in this series, there's going to be a lot of, there's going to be a lot of good lessons that they can take from this and they should be, they should be good and pissed off about it and they won't have to sit all off season. They will have to sit for what, 8 weeks, 6 weeks. They will be in training camp in 2 months. Yeah, you know, I really don't want to get into the officiating because I I for me I hate I hate railing on officiating. It yeah. was a huge factor in game 2. It was a huge factor in game 2. But, but- there wasn't
0: enough of a factor here at all to me. Even even with the calls that Corey Perry got, the Avs got given a five on three back, which they capitalized on and made of the game. I mean, I don't know what you want.
1: And yeah, I mean, you don't the penalties that right. happened in the first. Like Tyson, Tyson Joe's doing what Tyson Joe's did is not the official's fault. Yeah, it's his fault. He that was a threat. He stupid. took a penalty
0: there. <laughs> like, like
1: was the was the interference on McKinnon a bad call? Yeah, it didn't hurt them. Right. That was the one they killed. Like
0: honestly that was the start of the big turnaround push for the Avs at the end of the second period, but Yeah. It yeah, uh, this this game certainly. I have nothing to say about the refereeing on the whole, even if there were some bad calls in the game.
1: Look, any anybody just wants consistent officiating. That's the ideal. That's the dream. That's why. That's why baseball talks about having robot umpires is because they can actually have that. Hockey will never have that. You will. I mean. <laughs>
0: I don't know if I truly well, believe that, but that is certainly an off season topic. So
1: Yeah. I mean, how do you gonna have how are we gonna have robo lumps in hockey? It's more without without I mean, reviewing every single gonna, call.
0: The linesman will be robo eventually, but we can talk about uh, that for a whole podcast in the off season. Um it's Angel
1: Hernandez all oh, even hockey fans know what's yeah, up.
0: Angel is uh, terrible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh
0: anyway. Look, the Avs have nobody but themselves to blame for being down 1-3 in this series. It doesn't mean the series is over, but it's yeah. not mm-hmm. going to be easy. Yeah. So, is what it is. Avs take the L in this one. They don't have to wait long. If they're stewing about it, they can come out angry tomorrow night and, and try and beat Dallas down. But we'll have to see what happens. We It's not going to happen.
1: There's no blowout in this series unless it's Dallas putting Colorado away like hard. <laughs> there's no, there's no abs blowout in the series. In my opinion, it's if Colorado is going to win the next three games, they're all going to look exactly like the second and third ish periods from this game. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be super, super close. It's going to be really, really thin margin. They're going to have to win a 50, 50 puck. They're going to have to get a little bit lucky. They're going to have to win one extra foot race, whatever it's going to be. I don't think, I, I mean, I just, do not how it's it's just not how it's gonna be man I like if 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 lady luck completely turns off for Dallas tomorrow then maybe right but I'm not buying that when you have that magic pixie fairy dust stuff it just lingers I don't know I'm, I'm
0: feeling I'm feeling one blowout tomorrow I'm feeling the blowout I agree I mean, that'd be, that'd be if cool. they want to win the series it's gonna be tooth and nail for the it
1: would be cool if the abs got a free game like Dallas kind of did in game one
0: yep so maybe it'll still be a series. Maybe we'll be talking about how the season is over tomorrow night. I don't know. I uh-huh. hope y'all will join us for the ride. That's all we got for you today. Hope y'all have a good rest of your night. Maybe the Nuggets can do something for Colorado. At least I don't even know what the score is.
1: The bar is good. I have, I'm not watching, but the bar is going crazy behind me every two seconds. So sounds like good. Hopefully one Colorado team can win today. I mean, they're the ones facing elimination. So, like, they're they're the ones who absolutely, like, had to get it. Exactly. So, they're winning right now. There
0: you go. That sounds good. Uh, For us, that's going to do it, though. Thank you, everyone, for watching, listening, however you consume the podcast. Always appreciated. And we will talk to you all late tomorrow night.